Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this new car special on the Cody's Car Conundrum podcast. Today we got a vehicle that is absolutely surprising. And I know I say that a lot, but this one really genuinely is quite surprising i don't even remember seeing any test test vehicles development mules nothing absolutely nothing i didn't expect this to actually happen if i'm being brutally honest i am talking about the new morgan super three yes we got a new morgan three-wheeler it drags three wheelers into the modern no into the mid-century modern age with jet inspired styling just over a year after killing off its classic three-wheeler for the second time in its 113-year history, Morgan is back with a radically updated trike. Called the Super 3, it moves the three-wheeler on from the 1920s-inspired version we've become accustomed to over the last decade. Instead of spindly, wheel, spindly wire wheels and an exposed V-twin motorcycle engine slung across the nose, this one takes its styling cues from the early jet age and has disc-style wheels that invoke images of Porsche 935s and gets its motive power from a three-cylinder Ford car engine. Though pedestrian safety groups are probably delighted to see the back of the old SNS V-Twin, which wasn't capable of passing future emissions tests, for the, first, for the rest of us, that substitution might seem like a bad thing. But Morgan points out that it made a similar switch in 1937 when it introduced the Morgan F-Series. The difference is that the F-Type, or well, F-Series, had less than 40 horsepower, and that wasn't that F-type mistake. That wasn't on me. That's on. That's actually in the article. The difference is that the F-series had less than 40 horsepower. This one has 117 horsepower or 118 PS, along with 110 pound-feet or 150 newton meters of torque, which is sent to the single rear wheel via a five-speed Mazda MX-5 transmission. And being a triple, it should have at least some of the wumpa 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 vibes that made the previous 115-horsepower bike engine three-wheeler so characterful. Those numbers might not sound impressive, but don't forget the, the, don't forget the Super 3 only weighs 1,400 pounds or 635 kilograms. Morgan says 0 to 62 miles per hour should take around 7 seconds and suggests a 130 mile per hour or 209 kilometer per hour top speed. But given how crazy the last version, the last version felt at that speed, we can't imagine many buyers getting that far. The great thing about something like the Super 3 is that you don't even need to break the speed limit to feel like you're risking serious jail time. Style-wise, the newly exposed snout is reminiscent of the electric EF, no, EV3 concepts, development of which Morgan killed off in 2018, while bodywork that tapers from the waist gives the car a lighter, more modern, and also weirdly aquatic look. But the changes going on beneath the skin, going on beneath that skin are even bolder. Instead of being built around a space frame chassis, the new trike features a true monocoque where the outer panels contribute to the structural strength of the superformed aluminum platform. The suspension is also entirely new. Having been redesigned to shorten the turning circle, leave space for air, flow to, for air to flow to the side-mounted radiators, and reduce unsprung mass by bringing the spring and damper units inboard. Even the skinny tires have been custom-engineered, in this case by Avon, to provide just the right amount of slip. Inside the cabin, there are more jet-age styling cues, particularly around the dual-gauge instrument pack that combines digital technology with, Cold War, with a Cold War look that's topped off by the bank of toggle switches below. One feature carried over from the outgoing car is the missile release start-stop button, 
but there are some important new additions like a quick release adjustable adjustable pedal box, a reach and rake adjustable steering column, and even a footwell heater to help you get comfortable and stay that way. Weather protection isn't a Super 3 strong suit. You get a tonneau cover for when you're parked up, but no soft top. But Morgan says Morgan says everything's been designed to survive nature's hissy fits. Dashboard controls and even USB sockets are sealed from dust and water splashes, and the four upholstery options have also been designed with resilience in mind. So, sounds a lot like the BAC model where it had that special material that can kind of just ward off water in little droplets. Buyers can choose from vinyl, water-resistant leather, saddle leather, and the really cool technical fabric seen in the press images of the red car that is both water and UV-resistant. Luggage can be stored under the lift-up trunk panel attached to the top side of it using an exoskeleton luggage rack, strapped to the side pods, or stashed in the lockable underseat storage area. Some of these options require a trip to the actual options list, where you'll, where you'll also find fixings for things like cup holders, phones, and two different screens, which you can choose depending on how badly you want your head battered by bugs and the breeze. And, just as with the old car, customers will also be able to choose from a variety of graphics packages. That is nice. The Super 3 is available to order in the UK, Europe, and the US! Yes! But it's available to order right now. Morgan says prices are in line with the last of the old bike engine three-wheelers, and quotes a base price of £34,958.33, or $47,541. That's quite a lot. Plus local taxes which makes the UK price of £41,995. US prices are still to be, to be determined, to be announced. But even if you're not buying, you can still design your perfect Super 3 using the online configurator. How would you spec yours? Hard stats out of the way. Let's talk about the looks. And so for those who like the Morgan three-wheeler, the bike engine one, this is pretty much more of the same except without, it, without the bike engine hanging out the nose. So if you like that, which I do, you might be a little disappointed, you might be a bit sad because, oh, it doesn't have that look anymore, but outside of the engine not being outside the car this time, it's, yeah, no, it's pretty much the same vision. I say the same, it's extremely similar to the point where you hopefully won't be too disappointed. It's still the three-wheeler the three -wheeler you know and love, just without the engine hanging out the outside. Let's see, yeah, for the most part, once again, it's pretty similar. I can't say if the interior is any different because if I'm honest with you, I don't remember what the old Morgan three-wheeler interior looks like, but... It's got that classic look with a few modern touches. So, so, hopefully, hopefully Morgan owners won't be too disappointed. It's got digital gauges, yeah, which, I don't know, I personally maybe prefer analog ones myself, just because of the overall look of the car, but if you want that modern touch, that should suffice. The interior is quite tight, but it is a small car, so that's not surprising. In fact, for my height and my size, it should fit, it should fit me perfectly, but yeah. I'd say if you like the Morgan three-wheeler, this you should like this as well. This is more of the same, just with a few modern touches here and there. So it really shouldn't disappoint too much. Really shouldn't. It is a lovely, it is a lovely, I hate to say it, but a little toy. Because you're not really going to be able to drive this. I mean, I say you're not going to be able to. You're probably not going to want to drive this in the rain unless you have a massive raincoat. But hey, if you don't care, more power to you. I'd love to see this, frankly, in all weather, except for maybe snow. Because it, it'll definitely get stuck. But yeah. Visually, it's pretty much the same Morgan three-wheeler you love, just with a with a more jet era aesthetic rather than a like a P51 Mustang aesthetic with a propeller-driven rather than a propeller-driven airplane aesthetic. So yeah. If you like that too, again, more of the same. If you like your Morgans, you'll probably like this too. So I'm gonna give it honestly, I'm gonna give it like a 7.8, 7. 
8 out of 10, yeah. I like the way that it looks. I like that we've gone from the early the early plane era into like the jet era. And what I love is that we had a modern three-wheeler that had the old school kind of propeller design to it. You know, engine outside, the fuselage is, uh, aesthetic to it. And now we have, once again, another modern three-wheeler that goes in a different direction. So depending on which era of airplanes you like, there's a Morgan the suit for you, except for modern, but... You know, we might get to that point eventually, but yeah, if there is a Morgan you like, or if there, sorry, if there is an sort of an early plane era you like, there's a Morgan to suit, and that to me is brilliant. I would absolutely love to drive one of these ones. I have to, I have to have a go in this one day. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Love it. Yeah. Overall, seven point eight out of ten. They just improved upon and kind of evolved the Morgan three wheeler we all know and love, and I can't, I really can't ask for more. Especially when with a car like this. In any case, though, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like, like the like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have to want the pod being mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover slash talk about slash make a video regarding something specific or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, You'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next. You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.